Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to the hottest Disney podcast on the internet right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is because, depending on where where we all live, and let's let's have uh, let's have a uh, a weather after dark style weather chat Ooh! at the top of the episode. Uh, Craig's smash it podcast. Um, so it is currently where I am in uh, in Essex. It is now twenty nine degrees centigrade. Yes. What's I'd, the humidity though? Uh, it was twenty. It was twenty earlier. Right, I don't okay. know what it is now. It was. I mean, it it, it was just sticky, sticky and mm. icky. It was just mm. not not comfortable. I actually just came. I've not had dinner yet because I wasn't feeling hungry because of the heat. And oh, it's thirty percent humidity at the moment. Mm. So it's gone. Mm. It's gone up. It was twenty percent. Um, yeah, I went out about an hour ago. And it was 33 degrees then when I was outside. It was still nuts. So, yeah. What's it like where you are, Mr. D? On the coast-ish? Uh, I'm just looking on the weather app. It's saying it's 34 degrees. And I don't know if it's going to tell me the humidity, but it's humid. Yeah, that's that's It's telling I... me that there's less than a 5% chance of rain, which is good to know. <laughs> hey! Oh, <we> cloud <laughs> in the sky. You don't, you don't have to uh, get your washing in. Desperately, um, I, yeah. How fast yeah. night? I'm actually kind of disappointed. I was kind of hoping it was going to be 95% chance of rain. <laughs> that's Robin Williams would say it's hot, damn hot. I think that's uh, that's apparently what's coming on Wednesday. Now, somebody that I know has been enjoying the weather today is Craig. What's the weather like where you are right now? Only 30 degrees in Liverpool, 36% humidity, and I've just walked in from a four and a half mile walk. Wow. Yeah. And I am absolutely hanging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I've got a fan on to try and calm me down, which is good because where the sweat is on my back, it's cooling me down nicely. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, mine was only three miles, Craig. So you have, you have beaten me as, as per, but you have got longer legs. So, you know, there is, there is that. Now, speaking about someone who hasn't got little, uh, long legs, and that's Kate, what's the, what's the weather like overseas? Quite right, my legs are quite tiny. Uh, it is currently 30 degrees with humidity of 55. Oh, Jesus. And tomorrow the humidity is 67. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tomorrow. We actually had a solo rain cloud today. Solo. <laughs> a solo rain cloud. All, all its own. It, it just, it was drizzled. It was drizzling at about two o'clock this afternoon, and Aww. it was just one. Lone rain cloud. Was everyone running towards it? It was quite sad, really, because you're thinking <laughs> you'll be dead soon, mate. You carry, you carry on like that. You're not going to make it to Birkenhead. 
No, no, no. You can't write. It's, it's uh, meant to rain Tuesday evening and Wednesday. So um, where I am, it's going to be 37 is the high uh, tomorrow. <laughs> and it's not going <laughs> to <death>. rain. <laughs> It's not going to rain until Wednesday when, even then, it's a 40% chance of rain and still a high of 20, 20 bloody seven. No. Jesus we haven't shown any rain until Friday, and that's only a 40% chance on Friday. We've got <sighs> rain on Wednesday. I'm driving a train to London tomorrow, um, and we've got special permission to wear shorts. So Aww. I'm going to look like... Oh, that's so lovely of them to make <laughs> sure you to... don't pass out while driving the train. <laughs> I'm going to look like I'm in year four with my tie on and my shirt and my, my little shorts and my sensible shoes. Well, my uh, my kids go to different schools and my daughter's school, they got a message sent out on Friday saying, right, the school is fully air-conditioned. We expect all kids to turn up and all kids to be in uniform. Wow. And... Uh, I won't even talk about that, that school. It's, it's it's an anomaly. Um, but my son's school has got no scent, uh, no uh, air conditioning at all. And they're like, um, we'd like you to bring your kids in if it's appropriate and they are allowed to wear whatever makes them feel comfortable. So I was like, send him in a toga. But it, it, he didn't go in a toga, unfortunately. I suppose he did. It would have been... I'd have enjoyed it at least, at the very, uh, at the very least. Um Anyway, that's the longest intro we've done. This is that Disney Parks podcast. We might even talk a little bit about Disney Parks in a minute. Who knows? Um, but you've heard who's here. another weather story. Well, well, yes, we'll get to that in just a second because there, there is a more pressing issue before we do that, Mr. D. So obviously we are joined by mm-hmm. Mr. D, we are joined by Kate, and we are joined by Craig, as you've already heard their voices. But before we even get into that, the important, most important story of the night is, of course, what is everybody drinking on this hot day? So, uh, Kate, what are you drinking? Oh, just water. Yeah, well, it's a smart I couldn't, choice. I couldn't drink any anything else. It would give me a headache. Yeah, it's I smart. just it's water, water only. Smart choice. Smart <laughs> I'm choice. not taking that risk. <laughs> um, as you know, I'm not smart, so I'm not drinking water. Mister D, what are you drinking? I've got a nice hot bowl of soup, nice <laughs> vegetable soup, keep me warm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I actually I've got, <laughs> I, I got a friend who would uh, drink boiling just boiling water on a hot day. Mm. Isn't that the thing though that if you have a war if you have a hot drink it cools you down or some bullshit like that? Well, yes. In theory, it makes your cooling system work harder, but I don't know if that's true. And also as well, hot water by itself is minging. Oh, I know loads of people that drink just hot water. They're oh. weird, Bella. but they do it. Yeah, yeah. I have a little bit of lemon juice. That's all right. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just talking. Just plain boiled water is is an odd taste. But anyway, yeah. Mister D, what are you drinking? I have got a can of Founder Solid Gold Premium Ooh. Lager. Ooh. It's nice and cold. But my, I have got, I have got a Disney related weather story. But my other weather story was I was in Scotland on Thursday, and we were at St Andrews. So this is just Thursday, and we came back on Friday, and on Thursday, I had. Uh, like a, a a rain jacket on, all zipped up, hat, hood, and I was absolutely freezing in Scotland, <laughs> about 400 miles away on Thursday. And then we got on the plane on Friday and we left Edinburgh and it was about, I don't know, 16 degrees and we got off at Gatwick and it was about 85 degrees. It was like, it was like getting to Florida and we'd only been on the plane for an hour. 
it's so what a weird, crazy isn't it? Country so so weird, so so Cheers. weird. Uh, Craig, what are you drinking? I've got an ice cold bottle of Corona Extra. Ah, very good. Um, I, I'm similar to you. I have got. I mean, it was ice cold. It has been sitting out for about 15 minutes now. But I have got a cold bottle of Sol. So cheers, the everybody. The boiling now. Well, that's what I mean. It's 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 still <laughs> wet. It's still wet. So there is that. Oh. Oh God, that was good. <laughs> mm. Didn't realise how much I needed that. Right. Um, let's oh, go oh. and have a brief look. And what's been going on in the world of Disney? Find some news quick. Now, Mr. D, because we were talking before the show started, and because the show so far has been very heavily uh, weather-themed, I thought I'd come to you mm-hmm. first. Well, yeah, because apparently they're having the same kind of weather in Florida. There's a dangerous heat index expected for Disney World this week. Now, uh, what is a know. dangerous heat index in Orlando? Well, I mean, when you think about, you know, how hot it is normally, um, you know, it's got to be damn hot, isn't it, for, uh, for them to be warm. That's what I mean, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what sort of temperatures it's it's going to get up to. Um, talking about a heat index of 103 to 100, I don't know, 103, In- 124 is, is dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, if anybody's gone to Florida this week and is in Disney World this week, be careful. Drink lots, and I don't mean beer. Lots of water, suntan cream, stay in the shade, get in the air-conditioned buildings. This is the problem. It does does very much, doesn't it, depend where you are. Because the biggest issue I had when I went to um, Hollywood Studios last time is that there was a lot of uh, uncovered space, especially in the uh, the Toy Story Land. Mm. I found there's, like there's little umbrellas everywhere, but that's about it. What, and, and you can only fit so many people under them. Yeah. Right? Like, there, there's nothing. I mean, okay, let's not pretend, and Kate will know this obviously very well, that the, the Disneyland Paris uh, Toy Story Land is anything to write home about, but... Because of like the foliage, it does give a bit of shade in there. Um, but this is just like a like a big open lot with no real shade in it. I found it quite. Uh, I was quite surprised. It's a it's a part that desperately needs more shaded areas. I know there's a lot of things to go and and do in indoors, um, but just walking about in the heat, you want a bit of shade, don't you? Really. Yes. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. It's also very wet this week in Orlando by the look of things, hmm. which is also very funny. Um, yeah. I guess it's 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 that season, isn't it? Really, it'll only be rolling like it will. You know, the usual. You know, it'll be heavy rain for about twenty minutes, and then it will be blazing hot again. But still, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, yeah, I wanted to bring attention to a story that I saw over the weekend which I thought was quite funny um, and that is that uh, there was a report that came out that suggested that uh, Bob Iger uh, thought that uh, replacing him with Bob Chapek was a terrible decision oh yeah I saw that 
And I was like, speak the truth. I just, I, I just thought it was a bit weird that it's come out now. Um, do, do you know what I mean? Like, he's still so close to everything. And it's still so, like, you know, he, he's Ooh, just well, been given. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and also the fact that, you know, Chapek has just been given, like, the vote of confidence again by the board, hasn't he? Like just yeah. just they recently, ended his contract or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so for this to come out, I think is. I mean, it, it said it was a leaked report, right? So this is probably something off the record, potentially. I don't know, but regardless, don't say it. <laughs> think it all you want, by all means, but Jesus Christ, don't say it. I mean, there's such things where he's like, "Did I say that out loud?" <laughs> he, might have a book. he might just be selling a book, mightn't he? Something like that. He's been doing a lot of business recently. I mean, he he, um, he invested into Funko as part of a consortium recently. So he's now heavily invested in Pops. Um, but Not just Funko. Funko own too many companies now. They own so many companies. Yeah, they just bought another one. They just bought Mondo recently. Mondo, yeah. Yeah. Which, Which the uh, Mondo community were pissed at. Well, that's fine, because <laughs> I'm pissed at the Mondo community for never letting me buy uh, prints Print. that they put out. So, <laughs> fuck them, <laughs> quite frankly. And also, it might mean I can actually afford some of their really nice toys, which are very, very expensive. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just think... Look, we all, we, we've spent plenty of time giving our opinion of, of JPEG, but none of us are Bob Iger. If, if yeah. we say so like that, it doesn't really matter. I think for him to say it, I think it's quite... I don't think it reflects well on anybody. Obviously, it doesn't no, reflect doesn't. well on, on Chapek because, you know, that is damning uh, condemnation from the person you replaced. But I don't think it's a good look for Iger either because it looks a little bit bitter. Yeah. I don't know. Like, did he actually say it? Like, has he come out and said, no, I did not say that or... No, but he won't. Anything. And and the thing is, by not saying anything is as bad as as uh, saying you said it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, I mean, I think the timing was bad with the whole thing. Maybe they should have delayed the handover a bit longer because obviously it happened just as COVID hit. But yeah, even so, really, I just uh... you just wonder if he's trying to you know if he's trying to distance himself from some things that Disney have got involved in. Quite possibly, to kind of make sure that he doesn't get hard with you know with the brush you're on, so like don't say Gabriel and that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. You know, so you're trying to sort of push all that on Iger. It's like that, that wasn't me. That was you know that was after I left. It's a kind of classic, classic X up the line, isn't it? Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I know I'm gonna. I know what the answer is, but uh, Craig, Jeremy news. Well, um, this is from allears.net. Sneak peek at Victoria and Albert's updated look at Walt Disney World. So it's due to open this week, 28th of July, and they've shared, uh, they've invited everybody around or whatever, they've put out some photographs anyway, of the new and improved Victoria and Albert's. Did that, has any of you been lucky enough to eat there? It's been shut for two and a half years. Yeah, went, went there once, it was a... Uh... What, what were, the kids got, it? So what did it look like inside? It uh, was kind of, 
kind of classical, you know, it was quite, um, quite subdued really, but, you know, nice. It was, it was kind of high end. It was sort of classical. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't like heavily themed. It was just a, a very nice kind of elegant restaurant, you know? So inside now it's all white, mm -hmm. uh, blue carpets and new chandeliers and everything like that. Looks absolutely stunning. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's open for reservations now. And like I say, it opens on the 28th of July. So John Snow, wherever you are in Florida, put that in your pipe and smoke here. Lad, two for two. What? What's the what's the John Snow reference about? That fella, our listener, what's his name? Oh, John Self. John Self. Oh, yeah, John Self, yeah. You mean not the character from Game of Thrones? Or oh, the, yeah. former, the former news anchor of Channel 4 News. I wouldn't have known that now. Or yeah. nothing. You know nothing, Craig, Craig Lucas. I, yeah, but um, I've done three news stories now on three different podcasts. I know, this is... I, I'm... I'm... I'm I'm gasping in Spanish, if you've seen that GIF. Um, it's my favourite GIF. Um, there was also, because uh, there was also a historical Jon Snow that wasn't a fictional Game of Thrones character. And when I first started working in Soho, the, uh, the, the oh, second nearest pub to me was called the Jon Snow. And I legitimately thought it was named after the Channel 4 newsreader, because this was before Game of Thrones was even a thing. Uh, it turns out it wasn't. It was about the man who... Uh, I, th I think he discovered how the plague started or how the plague was spreading in London was able to... Uh, I thought you were going to say he invented it. snow. Was it Sir John Snow? It was Sir John Snow. Invented it in 1876. Um, yeah. Uh, but enough enough John Snow talk. Um, it, it's my dream to eat in Victorian Albert. I would absolutely love that. But the menu is so um, so so varied and so just like weird not weird but you know what i mean classy kerry would never eat there kerry, kerry asks for breaded fish and has it got any bones in oh dear okay yeah okay yeah, yeah. um mr you because i believe isn't it they only do like the one menu like which is i want to say like a 12 like course a, menu or something yeah it's a tasting menu um i don't remember if there was an a la carte menu um i can look it up but um, we had a tasting menu. I can't remember many courses. It was did usually about I don't know seven or or something like that. But I remember it was it was really good. Um, it's posh, but it's I don't know. It's just it's different in America. I don't think it's quite as posh. And I don't mean that in a in a bad way. It's just um, it's got a different vibe. It's quite it was quite relaxed, really. Even though it was a, an elegant place and. You know the food was beautifully served, and um, you know it was it was definitely a high end meal, but it wasn't stuffy. I suppose that's what I'm trying to say. You know, and not, and people well, on holiday. You know, it's yeah, we much. went to um, we went to Harrods once for an afternoon tea. Hmm. So we went on one of the middle floors, whatever it was, and that was posh. Mm -hmm. It it was unbelievable. It was there was ancient old women having afternoon teas. Mm -hmm. There was there was like a twelve year old schoolgirl's birthday party, and they were all sitting there having afternoon teas, and they were all very sensible and very well spoken. It, that was posh. Yeah. I See, don't that's think British posh isn't American posh and British posh like different. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely think so. I think there's a little bit 
more relaxed. I, mean, I was just looking at the menu, now. it is a tasting menu. There's like uh, seven courses plus a dessert course. Yeah, that sounds about right for a taster. Like, not that American Posh is bad. It's still quite high-end, but mm -hmm. definitely the vibe is different. You, the mentality. You can't, yeah. you can't go in your flip-flops and shorts, can you? You've got, no. to be a you've got to be smart. Yeah, yeah but even yeah. even that, like, you would... And this is... I remember from when I went to Vegas, like, my cousin... I'd never been before, and he was like, oh, we're going to go and eat in some posh places. And I'm like, oh, right, what am I going to need to bring? And he's like, polo shirts. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah. because that's... That's considered like smart casual or business attire. Yeah. Nick puts his cravats back in the drawer. <laughs> He's I like, devastated. I couldn't wear any cravats. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's yeah, it, it, it's a different thing. I think that the problem for me with well, number one, obviously dietary now probably wouldn't uh, really work for me that well to go to somewhere like Victoria and Alberts. But we did the breakfast at um, is it eighteen ninety five Park Fair? Eighteen hundred. Yeah. 1800, 1900. Well, you got a cheaper version. Yeah, I got the, I got the, uh, <laughs> I got the, uh, I got the Groupon coupon code for it. Um, five, five off. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and the thing is, like, I mean, the restaurant itself, you know, for breakfast is, is fine. It's not too, you know, pretentious or anything like that. But the grant that I think, um, the Grand Floridian is, like, I felt, almost uncomfortable as soon as I walked in there. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I didn't fit. I, see, I didn't. I, I still see it as a as a holiday hotel. You know, maybe maybe it's just everybody's different view on it. it yeah, it's, it's expensive. It's an expensive place to stay. But you still got kids running around meeting Winnie the Pooh and Alice in Wonderland. And I can't, I can't take that seriously. You know, it's different from going into, say, the Ritz or something like that in London, which is... You know, you, you've got people there who are, you know, very kind of socially aware and there's a whole kind of, you know, feeling of different kind of class system or whatever. But um, I don't get that. Even even in the Grand Floridian, I don't feel like that. See, the, the, the funny but, thing is, I do, I felt it in the Grand Floridian, but I never felt like that in the Disneyland Hotel. Hmm. I'm talking about the Paris one for our listeners, um, yeah. which is obviously their version. You know, it's, it's obviously quite similar to in terms of like yeah. the aesthetics of it um and i mean and, and obviously you know if you're staying there you know it's an expensive place to stay so there is there is a uh, a class element but it didn't feel yeah, but we all know what the french do aristocrats Nick. to say revolution yeah, yeah. to say let them eat cake um actually we'll stay in paris for the last bit of news that i had um and that was that um Obviously, as we record this episode and as the Patreons listen to this episode, uh, we are a few days removed from the uh, the official public opening of uh, Avengers Campus at Disneyland uh, Paris. Now, if you want to go and see what it's like, lots of YouTube videos. I watched one guy, it was a, like a 30-minute video, and he just completely shat on it from the beginning. But he hasn't oh. been, but he just was what? like... Yeah, I know that that no, didn't come out until <laughs> at least at least three quarters of the way through the video that he had, he hadn't actually got there himself. It sounded the way he was talking was like he had been there, he'd been invited as part of the press or something. No, he hadn't. He'd just been watching people's YouTube videos. It was it was weird. Anyway, I mean, I can do that. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So you shouldn't take anything I say for granted, though. Like, <laughs> well, there is there is that. Um, 
but yeah, so, th so there's videos you can see what it's like. I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not a million miles away from uh, Avengers Campus in, in in Disneyland. So you know there are there are differences and you know different rides and and whatnot, but uh, there are also some similarities. Anyway. Um, because of all the stuff that's been going on in the preview stages and with the press and everything like that, they've been doing some interviews. And one of the uh, one of the reporters uh, asked the uh, the chairwoman of uh, Disneyland Paris about the third uh, expansion that's been announced. So, uh, if you don't remember what happened about five years ago, now they announced a multi billion dollar uh, expansion for the Studios Park. Uh, phase one was going to be uh, Avengers. Phase two is going to be uh, Frozen um, and, and a kind of version of uh, what's going into uh, to Shanghai, I think, at the moment. Um, and the third was going to be uh, the French uh, version of Galaxy's Edge. Well, all the land got cleared for those expansion pads. Frozen has been going great guns. There has been almost nothing going on on the Star Wars side of things. So you know we've been talking about it for a while what's happening is it not going to happen uh so this question was asked and uh the response from uh i almost said president rafiki it's nice. it's ravelski but you can see why <laughs> i got confused uh natasha R R ravelski um she said we are working on a third theme we will make announcements about this when we are ready now originally the face do they not know the theme? They shouldn't be working on a theme. Well, this well, <laughs> this is this is it, right? So you know, originally when this was all first announced, I think Avengers Campus was due to open in in twenty twenty slash twenty one. Obviously, that was before COVID. COVID hit, everything got pushed back. Fine. So here we are. Avengers opens this week. Frozen is going great guns. They've dug out the lake. They're starting to do uh, the work around it. So that is due to open in a couple of years. Because, you know, it's Disney, everything takes a long time. Um, but, as I said, nothing has happened on the Star Wars side of things. So, is it still going to be a version of Galaxy's Edge with a different theme? Or have they now decided it's not worth doing a Star Wars land because of the response to the other ones that are done and they're now looking for a different IP for it? Who knows? But we're going to look like we're going to have quite a wait before we find out. Because <laughs> it doesn't look like we're going to hear anything very... I mean, D twenty three is coming up. Maybe they'll announce something, but I don't think, yeah. I don't think they will. Um, if I was Disney, I would still do a Star Wars land, and I would theme it around the Mandalorian. Um, mm. That seems to make more sense to me than doing another Galaxy's Edge. But hey, I, I'm not in charge of things, so who knows? But I uh, think Galaxy's Edge still makes them a butt ton of money. It absolutely well it, in terms of of merchandise and stuff. Yes, it it must do. Um, you know, you still can't. You know, it's still really hard to get a yeah. reservation for the lightsaber experience. Um, you know, getting uh, into uh, shit. What's it called? The cantina. I forgot August what it's best to say like ogres. Like you're yeah. in there for what? Like forty five minutes. You've, you're buying at least if there's two of you. You're buying mm. at least four, maybe like six drinks like yeah. you're get that's rapid like that's six drinks in 45 minutes like and they always offer you one to go as well so if you're just finishing up your drink and you're like oh we're about to close up they're like would you like one in a plastic cup and you're like oh yeah absolutely let's go yeah. like they're it, it's very high rate of turnaround for a short short time like yeah 
or uh, unless you're someone like me who can't get the credit card to work and you're in there for about an hour and 20 minutes but that is very unusual <laughs> but yeah you're right i mean all this stuff is is generating money uh it's it's getting people in and more importantly it's buying merchandise i think the flip side to that is that i think the audience uh appreciation of the land isn't quite up to where they'd like it to be yeah it's not talked about very fondly however like you say do they really care about guest satisfaction or do they care about the money the guests are spending or do they also think about maybe the amount of guests who are on the east side who have never gotten to go to america and are like this is a whole new bracket of disney heads that we could now get into it do you know what i mean because mm. i'd say a lot of a lot of europeans and stuff haven't gone to america and so they're just waiting for a whole new cash flow to do the same thing well yeah because again uh galaxy's edge was open for six seven months before covid mm. you know it wasn't open very long i mean i went in the September it opened a few weeks before and there was only one attraction open at that point so you know forget about that yeah (laughs) you know what I mean like you know there was that period of time where they'd open the land early or they opened it on time depending on on your view of things but (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't finished um Mm. so you know there, there were people you know that was one of the things like I I enjoyed going I found it uh, lacking in in certain things, and also I only had one ride to to do at the time, which was obviously the shitter ride of the two. Um, but I always said I wanted to go back. Do you know what I mean? I I, I, yeah. I said so I could get the full experience, and also as well, you know, we were there for we got to spend about three or four hours. We was in Hollywood Studios for probably about five or six hours, but we we spent a, a good chunk of time. Um, you know, exploring everything. And so he was probably only in, in Galaxy's Edge for about three hours. And, you know, you felt like you weren't really finding everything. We got to go to Olga's. That was great. We didn't go and get any food. Um, so there was there was that. Um, you know, so so I it was somewhere, somewhere I always wanted to go back to. But you're, you're right. There are, you know, thousands of people that probably were planning to go um, in, in 2020 that couldn't. So, you know, maybe yeah. maybe you're right. But time, I guess, will will tell. Uh, Mr. D, any other news bits from you? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, you know, um, more signs of things getting back to normal again. So uh, characters coming back. And in particular, and I think this will be a big deal for a lot of people, especially people with kids, his characters are coming back to Crystal Palace and the Magic Kingdom. So Winnie the Pooh oh. and friends are coming back there. I mean, that is, is you know, such a popular restaurant because it's, you know, right in the heart of the Magic Kingdom. So, um, and Pooh and friends, classic characters. So that is a popular one, I think. That'll be a, a big deal. It's bad timing though, isn't it? Because that, that Winnie the Pooh horror film is going to be coming out soon. Winnie the Pooh horror film? Which one's that? Yeah, which well, one? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Right. Is there so, more than one? <laughs> okay, well, no, only one that I know of. So Yeah, yeah, does, does the horror film coming out, yeah? Yeah, Winnie yeah. the Pooh is now in the public domain. 
So oh, um, right. uh, one of these low-budget horror, uh, you know, direct-to-video type companies is uh, oh, okay. making a, a Winnie the Pooh horror film. It looks awful. Like it looks, mm. it looks terrifying. Um, they obviously yeah. can't make him look like the Walt Disney version, so he's not wearing just a red T-shirt um, mm. or crop top. But um, yeah, yeah uh, so that that is uh, coming out quite soon. Expect mm-hmm. the Mickey Mouse one in about ten years' time. Yeah. So I mean, again, there's there's more characters coming back as well. You know, the um, Ohana's, um, Lilo and Stitch coming back to Ohana's again. That's another popular one. Um, and then also Kate May Cafe, uh, Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast is gonna is gonna start, and they they're gonna they're gonna be kicking off from around I think twentieth uh, of September for Crystal Palace, twenty seventh for Ohana, and fourth of October for the Beach Club. Uh, so again, just you know, just good to see stuff coming back. Um, and in, in other news. Um, did you see the the update to Carousel of Progress and the final scene of Carousel of Progress? I, I I heard about it. I didn't see it. I've not yeah. seen it. It's pretty. It's pretty minor, really. <laughs> I don't, don't really know. <laughs> I kind of know why they bothered. You know, they change they change like some of the clothing and stuff. But right. I mean, if you showed me the pictures and didn't tell me, said, so "Do you notice anything different about this?" I don't know. I think I might have struggled. You know? That was me. I saw it on Instagram and was like, "What's different?" <laughs> well, I think I think this is the I think this is the problem with the attraction, right? Is that mm. I mean, I've only done it once, and I think I've only done it right. So there's a problem, right? I think I've done it once. I might have done it twice, <laughs> but I've definitely done it once. Um, it, it's just such a such a dozy show that I don't really focus that much on the attention to detail maybe i should um yeah. but i think there'll be quite a lot of people in that same position of course there will be diehard fans mm-hmm. all, all four of them who will you know know every little mm-hmm. detail about it you know and so yeah. this they'll know all the all the differences and, and whatnot but yeah. yeah i i i i probably wouldn't Notice, you know, unless they're wearing hyper global color t shirts and VR headsets, I probably wouldn't notice any differences either. Well, they kind of were, and one of them is kind of wearing a VR headset, but then was always wearing a VR headset, if I remember rightly. Yeah, um, yeah. So, again, it isn't even like, uh, you know, I don't even think it's even a real VR headset, if you know what I mean. It's a kind of made up VR headset, but anyway. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like the attraction. It's a classic attraction. I like it. I'm not one of the four diehard fans you're talking about, but yeah, I, I like it. But I'm just surprised that you know that, that they went so tame on on the update. But there we go. Yeah, it probably could do with a. It's a tough one because it it should really have a major update, really of how old it is but at the same time the reason why it doesn't is because of its significance in the history I suppose yeah. so can't tamper yeah. too much of it yeah yes um, any other news from anyone um, uh, oh sorry go Kate I've heard a couple but I've got one more I just want to come back to in a minute oh sorry the only one I had which I actually can't remember when it was said so you might have already talked about it was that if you stay on site on Disneyland now you get extra 30 minutes before everyone else Oh, yeah, so like an extra magic back, hours. Joint. But only 30 minutes. 
Yeah, extra magic half hour. Yeah, extra magic yeah. half hour. Um, so they've brought, is, that they've both, brought... is that both parks? Have they done the same as they did to Walt Disney World? Because it used to be Ooh. an hour, but one part per day. No, it's I think half it's, an hour, but every part. I think, yeah, I think it's half an hour, but both parks, because they mm. had that list where it was like, these are the attractions that'll be open. Right. Um, so yeah, that, and then the nighttime parades are finishing soon in Disneyland. The... Main Street Electrical Parade is finishing up soon. Mm. Um, and the other parade that they have, what's it called? The, 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 nighttime, the nighttime shows, they're finishing soon, I think. Okay. Just the nighttime shows. Google it if you want to know the answers. I can't remember. We're, we're, not, remember. we're not that kind of podcast. It's we're not so hot. You should be lucky I remember that it's Disneyland and not Disney World. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a fair point. Complete misinformation. <laughs> well, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about misinformation uh, a little bit later on. Uh but Mr. D, what, what was the last thing you had? So I got an email this week uh, from Oh, BBC. lucky you! Oh. Yeah, I got from an Bob email. <laughs> so it's, it's from Bob, you know. Signed and dated. Kiss XOXO, <laughs> Bob. He's, he's, like, he's like, hi, Paul. The other, Bob, the other Bob doesn't like me anymore. He says it was a bad decision. What do you think I should do? So once, it's, once it's sorted that out... <laughs> <laughs> then, then I got another email from DVC, and so uh, the way it used to work was you, you, in your contract, you buy a certain number of points, and see, see, buy a hundred points at the Old Key West, for example. Then you can actually club three years together, so you can bank this year's points into next year, so that gives you two years. But then you could all, always borrow from the following year into next year so you've got three three years worth of points at one time but then because of covid because people had a huge backlog of points they restricted the number of points that you could borrow from future years so instead of being able to borrow 100 percent of next year's points you could only borrow 50 percent of next year's points which was a big deal for people but everybody understood because there was this massive backlog of points anyway this week they've they've reversed that so as of this week, and they did it immediately, um, they said you can now borrow up to 100% of next year's points as it was before. So for me personally, that's great. But I think, again, it's another it's another indication that um, that things are kind of getting back. They're, they're getting, getting over COVID. You know, they're, they're getting through that, that big pile of points that were that were sitting there. And it is quite interesting because we, because we got those extra points, I try to add on an extra two nights to our holiday in October. So I wanted a studio for two nights, uh, November first and November second. I could not get a studio anywhere apart from Old Key West and Saratoga Springs, right? So all the other resorts at Walt Disney World studios gone, Animal Kingdom, Polynesian, Bay Lake Tower. The two part, the two DVC parts of Wilderness Lodge, uh, Beach Club, Boardwalk, none of them, no studios. So, kind of shows that you know, again, things are they're pretty busy there this year. But they must be seeing some signs that that things are going to start to thin back out again because they've they've allowed you to to borrow your points, hundred percent your points. So, yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, I think they. Yep. That is. I mean, you know, uh, I think Mr. Ripley a few weeks ago was saying that uh, he thought Disney were panicking a little bit about next year. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know about panicking, but yeah, I know. I, I definitely think that you know, there's there's going to be a, a peak, and then who knows? I mean, I uh, saw another thing this year that um, it, it's kind of interesting. I, I I set up sky scanner alerts for flights from Gatwick to Orlando and Tampa, and I got I got to say that the flights haven't really changed in price, and I was quite surprised at that because of the price of you know normal diesel and unleaded fuel but i did see something this week that said that that is going to catch up and and that the price of flights is is going to go up if, if fuel prices stay high so by how much i got no idea but um it would just be interesting to see between the economy you know inflation and prices going up and the fact that we'll get through that big surge of um kind of covid pent up demand and you got through the 50th it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens in 2023 2024 you know it it will be interesting i think because obviously you've got people like craig who are stuck to term time so he's always going to be uh paying through the nose for flights and he knows the difference in flights from when he goes with the family in in august and when we go to or when we've been to halloween horror nights in in you know late september Mm. early october um And yeah, you're right about the uh, the cost of of fuel, and I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know if they, you know, have such an allocation because I mean, it will obviously be different to buying fuel at the pump, right? But yes, you yeah. know, you don't know if they they, you know, buy so much in advance yeah. uh, to have yeah, in stock right. or whatever. Um, sure. But you're you're right on the other points. You know, we are seeing you know household bills going up mm. we are seeing uh inflation uh you know being the, the bitch that it is um we're not the only country having that those kind of issues fuel prices everywhere are going up as well so you know we could be seeing um in the next few years people tightening their budgets once again which means that those uh exotic holidays to places like yeah. orlando are off the table again yeah that's right. so yeah hmm it's kind of interesting. We've been looking at, because we're going end of October, beginning of November, we've been looking at, at deals for that time, Disney mm. World deals for that time, and there aren't really any, but there are deals for next year. There's deals for 2023, mm. and there's deals that go up to the 30th of September, but there just seems to be a vacuum right now mm. um, for the end of the year. So to me, that kind of suggests that they're looking pretty full through the rest of this year, but they wanna they wanna try and make sure they're okay for next year. Yeah, yeah. I think you could be. Uh, I think you could be onto something there, Columbo. Yeah. Um. Right. We're going to do something a little bit different now. Did you know that we have a Patreon? I'm sure you do. It's been mentioned before, but just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, we have early releases of all our shows. We also have exclusive shows that you can only hear on our Patreon. And we've been doing this for years. So actually, if you subscribe to be a Patreon today, then you'll get access to the entire back catalogue. It's about four or five years worth of podcasts you've never heard because they've never been made available publicly except for the uh, the odd one we've released as a taster. Anyway, as well as that... We've got a Discord which we'll be launching later this summer for all of our patrons to join. Uh, we've also got a, a Facebook group which you can join as well. 
um, an exclusive one that's only open to our Patreons. But as well as that, our Patreons are the lovely people who keep these podcasts going. And now I will tell you who they are. We've got Lee and Laura, Karen, Chris, we've got Kate and Mel and Daniel. I met Daniel, he's a nice guy. Uh, we've got Paul and Sandy and Crystal, James, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Alison, Dave, Sinead, Tom, Haley, David, I think David with an E. Uh, we've got Breaking Dad great guys uh, we've got Rob we've got Todd we've got Jane and Steve as well as Stephen so we thank you for your support of us now and your continued support and if you would like to become a Patreon member yourself please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast and I've even put a handy link in the show notes below Thank you. So before this show started, because we hadn't planned any uh, segments like we've been doing recently, um, I thought, what could we possibly talk about to uh, extend your enjoyment? Because no one wants to have a short episode. No one likes that. It's not what you pay for. Um, And because it was so hot, I thought maybe we could let off a bit of steam. And this was actually... uh, I actually thought about this because of a conversation that we were having at the weekend where I shared a, uh, a Facebook post from one of the many uh, Disney fan groups uh, complaining about her particular situation. Um, and one of the things that you kind of mentioned, MSD, was uh, the problem with misinformation, I guess, uh, when it comes to this kind of thing. So I thought... Um, as a chance for us to all let off a bit of steam, if there's something in particular that's bothering you, uh, if there's something you hate, either on social media or about theme parks in general, this is a good time. You can you can all borrow my soapbox and let it out. Release some steam. Try and cool down in this ridiculous weather. Um, so, did anybody want to to go first? What? Then? Go on. Oh, go on. I'm fed up of people moaning about how much it costs to go to Walt Disney World. Get over it. If you if it's too expensive <laughs> for you. If you're poor, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's not about being poor. Just save up no, longer. I know. I know. I know. That's that, and that's what that's what really boils me piss. The self entitledness of it all. I want to go to Walt Disney World for a nickel and a dime. No, it's expensive. Get over it. Just save up. Stop moaning about it. Go do some extra hours and work and get on with it. There you go. Send me back. I, 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 I agree and I disagree in equal terms. I think you have got a valid point, but I, I think it's a bit more complex than that. And I think the other issue as well is that what what we've seen recently, at least, is that the cost of holidays going up. Oh, look, we just talked about, you know, cost of flights and all that kind of stuff recently, right? But I think the other problem there as well is that Disney World is getting more expensive. Fine. It's a business. It needs to make money. Give him that. 
but if that is giving you a lesser experience, and I think mm. it's great. We got, what I've got to also caveat that with as well, if you've never been, so if, if you are planning to go now, you don't know any better. You don't have yeah, but, anything to compare it, it against. So in, in the in the late eighties, it used to cost me four pound fifty to go and stand on the cop and watch the greatest Liverpool team that, that the world's ever seen. Uh, if I was to go and watch Liverpool two three years ago when you were still shite, it was costing sixty seventy quid. So that was a lesser experience, but it cost sixty seventy quid. Do you see where I'm coming from? Uh, no. Because no. the big you're still, difference, you're still paying to you're still paying to go into Anfield and sit and watch twenty two fellas kick a, a football around. Yeah, but what you're what you're ignoring is what's changed in football since the early nineties, which and is what's the changed in Walt Disney World. Loads. The quality, the, no, I think your value for money in Disney World has changed. Like the price has gone up. Now, not saying that everything is degraded, but because of COVID and such, things were taken away and now we're slowly getting back. But I think that your value for money is different. So it's more expensive. It's the most expensive it's ever been to go to Disney World. But you're not getting the same experiences that you were about three to four years ago. You just aren't. So I think necessarily people aren't giving out that... It's I don't expensive. know. I don't. 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 I think a lot of that. I think a lot of that's nostalgia. Possibly, but I don't. I don't, don't, don't think say? it's even true. I don't think it's even true. So what? I mean, I agree with. So, so there's two things here. There's what it's costing you, mm. and there's what you're getting. And things that things have changed. Yeah, they, they have changed, but. And it's costing you money, and that's what's driving people crazy. That's really what's driving people crazy is the things that were free before we're having to pay for now. And I, and I get it; I'm, I'm sympathetic. It, it pisses me off as well. But the actual experience, I don't think. I mean, taking out COVID, right? You've got to you've got to take that out because your experience of of going to your local fish and chip shop 18 months ago was different from what it was before that, right? COVID it, changed all that. It was, now, but on that caveat, together though, again. My, my fish and chip shop is a much better experience now than it was pre-COVID. But no, you're absolutely, you are, you are absolutely right. Right, but things were taken away because of COVID. That's what I'm trying to say. That are slowly coming back, and COVID had a huge impact on the, on the employment market and all that. Not just on Walt Disney World, and that's slowly coming back. So you've got to kind of take the COVID effect out. But the actual experience of going to Walt Disney World. When when all this is back in place again, I don't see it being significantly less of an experience. I see it being significantly more expensive. I but, and that will be hard for that will be hard for families. They'll either not be able to go as often. Some won't be able to go at all. Some will have to you know cut out things that to go or stay at you know different places to go. But but. You know the raids and the attractions that they're putting in are at least as good or better than than what we had before. You know things like Rise of the Resistance and you know Galaxy's Edge. Whether you you know whether you're a diehard Star Wars fan, you don't you know whatever they've done a fantastic job of it. It looks it looks great and it looks amazing. It's but high the, quality. I mean, but the other the other caveat to that is that whilst you're right in the the rides have you know, you, you could say I've, I've got better technology-wise. Um, that's definitely true. 
But the other change that's happened is we've gone from paper fast pass to uh, you know uh, fast pass plus or, or whatever it was called, and now we've gone to Genie, which does change that experience again. I mean, you does, yeah. you have always been you know both you and Craig, you know, you are a family of planners, so you know you know. In advance, right? This is this is how the holiday is going to be. On this day, we're doing this. On that day, we're doing that, and you do stuff like that. Now, the last time I went was still when it was paper fast passes to have a proper holiday, and we could pretty much, you know, have a rough idea of what we might do, but it wasn't set in stone. Now, if you aren't doing that, then that is a completely different experience to what you are used to. Now, again, as I said. If you are going for the first time, you might know what the experience was before, but you never experienced it. So it's not going to hit you in quite the same way. But the next time Cray goes with this, the introduction of Genie Plus, it's going to be a much different uh, holiday experience than it was the last time it went. It, that part, that part will. But I mean, if you if you think about it, if you watch that, that video that um, I can't remember the name of the channel that did it on, on the history of FastPass, ever since they invented FastPass, mm. it's constantly changed, right? I mean, yeah. you know, the paper FastPass system, then it moved to FastPass Plus, which was online. Now it's moved to Genie Plus, and it and it will change again. Genie Plus is a new system. I mean, anybody who listens to um, Len Tester's podcast, they're constantly doing surveys on it. It's going to change again, mm. right? They, they will refine it. They, they're, they're getting a lot of pushback because people are saying they're spending too much time on their phones and things like that. I'm pretty sure they, they will refine it. But, but you know, to say that, that that's worse than to say that the overall experience is worse i don't i don't know that i agree with that yeah there's teething problems but there was teething problems with FastPass plus and there was teething problems with the paper-based system and the people who understood the system were able to take advantage of it no matter which of those three systems you had right if it was if it was a paper-based system you know i used to zip about from one end of the park to the other and i knew all about the two hour rule and uh, you know all of that and then fast pass plus you know whatever it was i can't remember it was 100 no 60 days in advance you know get on there and book the first 10 days and you know there's loads of people who didn't know about that so whatever system they come up with there'll be people that know the hacks and the shortcuts and then there'll be people that just rock up on the day and get a park map and say right where are we going to go but but each of those groups of people the planners and the non-planners will still have a good time yeah, I yeah, I mean, right. I'm not. As I said, I think it's more a uh, a different experience, and obviously yeah. pros and cons. I mean, obviously the big difference between what's come before and what we've got now is that to get access to jump ahead of the queue now costs you something that it never had before. Yeah. But again, it's an evolution; it's a change. I think the yeah. other big thing, as well, going back to Craig's original uh, comment about uh, saving up and everything like that very valid um now craig uh, and yourself mr d obviously you've been there lots of times when you've had dining plan dining plan uh, shows no sign of coming back anytime soon but the other problem even though the stickers are still there well i'm, I'm i don't think it will never come back it's just not coming back anytime soon you know they'd have announced it for next year if it was coming back next year by now you'd have thought but we'll i guess time will tell but the other thing as well now craig is the fact that 
we've always been in quite a privileged position where the pound was quite strong against the dollar, at least for you know the last couple of decades. And now we're in a position where actually the pound to dollar conversion is really low. And obviously, like everywhere else in the world, everything is going up. So your yeah. meal two years ago, yeah. your entree might have been $20. Now that's $22, which now you've got to pay for because there's no dining plan. Plus, your money is actually worth less than it was two years ago because the pounds of dollar conversion. And I mean, this is this is obviously more of a problem aimed at the Brits and, and the Europeans that go to, to Orlando, but it's going to have a knock-on effect because now what was paid into the cost of your holiday other than tips um, is now going to be another uh, big charge. I don't think people necessarily realise yet what that actually means in the grand scheme of things, cost-wise. We're we're already planning on coming off property a lot next year. I've I've been told the location of Animal Kingdom Lodge quite close to iDrive. So we're off. We're, We're not going to be eating on Disney anywhere near as much. Mm. Again, I think I think you've got to separate out though, unless we're unless we're moving on to a different point, and that's fine. But I think you've got to separate out the cost versus the experience. Oh, I, I wasn't comparing the two. No, I wasn't. I, I wasn't comparing the experience, experience has gone downhill necessarily. I mean, there'll be some things that people will like, and there'll be other things that people will don't like. And you know, there are certain changes that that I don't like. All right, but. But I also recognise that there are certain things that, you know, certain improvements that they've made that I do like. You know, I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, Rise of the Resistance. I'm looking forward to uh, Tron when it comes. Um, but, you know, do I like Genie Plus? No, I prefer the old Fast Plus system. But I'll get used to it and, you know, and the experience will still be a, a good experience. I think, I think people tangle up, though, what it costs... And, and they allow that to spoil their experience. There's too much that so that's what pisses me off. There's far too much people getting really kind of creating this this image that it's all crap. It's it's I don't believe it is all crap, right? I, 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 I think it's more expensive and I think there are things that have changed and some of those individual things you might not like, but overall I still think it's it's you know the reason why they're able to put the prices up is because people want to go there because it is people a are still holiday. going. It's yeah. all about supply and demand, right? If nobody still went, yeah. I mean, if, if if you know, why would you, you know, like the dining plan? They wouldn't, you know, they. What I said a minute ago, they haven't promoted for the end of this year because they don't need to, right? They haven't brought out Tron because they're holding it back for next year. You know, they wanna, they wanna keep stuff up the sleeve for when they need it if they've got people filling up the hotels they're not going to offer deals and discounts and stuff like that but the point you made nick you know uk visitors are they going to drop off i think they are i think you know with the pound of dollar and the prices of things going up generally and the cost of living going up here it's going to be you know it's going to be a lot less affordable for uk people so you know would you expect to see deals next year Damn right! I think you're going to see free dining, or you're going to see free genie plus, or you're going to see you know discounted hotel rooms or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, look, that that is, I think you've you've now one of the reasons why I've I've not one of the the one of the reasons why I've not been desperate to to go back with the family, anything like that, is because 
I look at what that holiday is going to cost me, and I know how that makes me feel. Um, because, you know, my money, spending 15, 20 grand on a, on a holiday is not my idea of fun. You know, that is not something that I can be happy about doing. That's far too much money for me to be spending when there are other things that are more important to me that that money could go towards than a holiday. But that's that's a personal choice. That doesn't mean uh, I begrudge anyone else that doesn't think like that, but that's that's the reason why I've not, um, you know, done anything like that because it's just not value for money for me. Um, so I, 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 I yeah, I, I think, I, I definitely understand your point, Craig, and I think it's, I think that it's That makes valid. me mad. <laughs> Good. It makes me mad. I'm glad you remember the catchphrase. Thank you, Craig. If anyone else well, doesn't know that catchphrase, it's on really old episodes of Dis After Dark. Don't go back and listen to them. I imagine they're bloody awful. I was very much an amateur. Um, Mr. D, I'm going to come to you next. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that, that really kind of hacks me off, and I had an example of it this week, is just how poor Disney's Disney's IT can be. And the example I would give is if you go on their website or if you go on the on the My Disney Experience app and you try and buy uh, Christmas party tickets, Mickey's Merry Christmas party tickets, there's a little link that says book on, book your tickets online here and you click it and it takes you to a page that says phone this number to book your tickets. <laughs> I mean... You know, what is that all about? How is that buying tickets online? It, it's not. You can't actually buy a ticket online for a party. It's, it's just pathetic, right? Now, I don't know if you can do that in the US, but you definitely cannot do it in the UK. It's just ridiculous. You know, why can't I book my... Why have I got to phone somebody up, right, to, to buy a ticket? I mean, and on the other side, what we talked about before with Genie Plus and park reservations and stuff like that the other thing that, that that is connected to it but is kind of on the guest experience side is how how much disney is actually trying to push you towards using your phone in the parks and on holiday whether it's mm. buying genie plus because you can't buy it in advance now making your genie plus selections or individual attraction selections on the day you can't do them in advance you know park reservations adrs mobile ordering it's all being done online and 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 you're gonna have to be quite strong-willed i think to avoid spending the whole day on your phone you can do it and again it comes like everyone else i mean it comes down to the individual you don't have It'd to be, be on your power. phone but yeah, but obviously they're they're kind of pushing you in that direction. There should be, you know, that was one of the we talked about the differences between the old FastPass Plus system and the Genie Plus system. FastPass Plus, you could book them sixty days in advance, and it was you, you didn't have to do it on the day. On the day, you could you could look for extra ones. Fine, but you know, I I just think that. So on the one hand, I think I think Disney's IT should be a lot better but i think it should be geared towards before you get there right i think there should be less stuff that you need to do or can only do on the day so that you 
you're able to actually enjoy the experience and not not be walking around with your face on your phone. Well, the other so thing that makes me mad. The the other thing on that, Mister D, is we only talked to think on the last Disney show about the fact that there was that patent that went in about that VR technology mm. that would be using your phone in like an aug- augmented reality type situation as you was walking around the park. So again. Yeah. That's another example, different example, but it's another example of Disney trying to um, get you to have your phone in your face all day. But yeah. I want to ask uh, our other resident expert about Disney IT, uh, because Kate, you must have lots of experience with Disney IT with Disneyland Paris. Um, just the fact that none of it ever works. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In a, in a, in a nutshell, yes. <laughs> Yeah, if you um, think if you think the um, the US, Mister D, is is bad for stuff like that, you've never experienced what me and Kate have had to do to try and get stuff done for Disneyland Paris. You can almost do nothing you nothing. want to do, unless the only things you can do on the Disney Paris website is book the holiday they want you to have. If you want to use your annual pass, if you want to get a discount um, using your annual pass to get tickets for events like you just said the Christmas party um, or anything like that, good luck trying to do it through their bloody website because it ain't happened it, you want to buy an annual pass Jesus Christ no, if you want to buy an annual pass you have to learn French That's <laughs> you either learn French or you do when you get there, they're your two choices Yeah, like you have to, to buy an annual pass online you have to do it through the French website and, and uh, risk and- also not getting your pass in the post Yes, and and then just to add to that, Mister D, quite often when I have actually spoken to somebody by phoning up Disneyland Paris, guess who I speak to? An American. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get put through to the main Disney switchboard in America. Good afternoon. Yeah. Thank you for calling Disneyland Paris. How can we help you today? I'm like this is not. Bonjour, Davina. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. Um, I think it's very valid, though, Mister D. I think it's mm-hmm. a, and the thing is, like, I'm not, I didn't do this. This is not. People complain sometimes about how negative. This isn't us, you know, trying to just slag off Disney. I think these both both things so far are very genuine criticisms that are annoyances. But it's not we hate Disney. It's just that this isn't. And I mean, when you doesn't matter how much you're spending on a holiday. It sh- everything should be easy. Nothing should be complicated. I think the point yeah. you're making, Mr. D, is the fact that what what is being done is we are in this highly technical world where we're supposed to use apps and, and do all this stuff, and the fact is, none of it is made easy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and I know that a Disney World holiday is... It does benefit from more research and more planning, absolutely, because there's so many bits to it, right? And it's always going to be somewhat like that. But what I would like to see Disney doing is really showing that that they get that and they're actually thinking about it and where possible, you know, they're, they're trying to make moves in the right direction, you know? And recently, you know, some of the moves have been in the wrong direction. Like I say, the move from Fast Plus to Genie Plus and the part reservation system and i understand why they had to introduce that i'm not sure it's valid to keep it much longer but they seem to be determined to keep it for a bit longer um you know and god help us if the rumor about them introducing 
another reservation if you want a park hop. I mean, I think, I think the I'll actually cry. Will I will. I will cry. I don't believe they'll do that. I really don't believe they'll do that. I think the I think the world would melt if if that happened. But we're pretty um, much just, melting right now, Mister D. Yeah, yeah, we are, aren't we? We're getting there. But um, <laughs> you know, I just I just would like to see them um, a little bit more focused on that because at the end of the day, you know, their future success is going to be based on what people say when they come back from their holiday. You know, and how they feel when they come back from their holiday. If they feel good, they'll go back. If they talk about it in a good way, then they'll encourage other people to go. And you know, if the opposite is true, if people are coming back and saying, "Oh, you know, spent a whole time struggling to this, or on their phones, or you know, this now couldn't get this and couldn't get that," you know, then then it'll have an effect on their business. So it, it's it's not just about you know the spirit of wall or anything like that. Because uh, Walt was a businessman as well, it, it is it is about having, you know, your customers are are what makes your money, and you know, you take care of your customers. And I know they've got a happy situation right now where they've got more demand than they have capacity, but the way to handle that is is yeah, you, you're going to make more, you're going to make money out of those people for sure, but still treat them right. You know, still make sure that they have a great experience, as well as then, you know, fleece them for what you can get, because that's that's what they're that's what they're doing. And I, but, I, know, I fleece absolutely... them in a nice way. Fleece them with a smile. You know, that's what they used to. That's that's what Disney were famous for. You know, they fleece you with a smile. Yeah, and I mean, I I really I really hate this mentality of something being announced or some you know or, or a change happening and be like, oh, Walt would be spinning in his grave. No, he wouldn't. Walt is a carny. Oh. Like he, yeah. he was an absolute businessman. Of course, he would not be spinning in his grave unless he was breakdancing in his grave in joy. Because of course, that's what he wanted to do, you know. But he, but he did understand that the guest experience, you you can it charge people the money. money. If, yeah. Yes, that's that's it. You know, make people happy as you take their money, and they will come back and they will spend that money again and again and again. Yep. You know, and that's and that's where Walt did get it, and you know sometimes the current management don't don't seem to get it, or, and I think, or at least they're heading in a different direction. And look, we talked about you know price increase and stuff like that. The reason why people are still going is because they have had that before. They have gone, spent a load of money, had a great time. Want to replicate that? How many people have you ever spoken to, and have gone? I'm get, you know this is our dream trip, one and done. We just want to do it once. And how many times has that changed after that first trip? Uh, yeah, a lot. So, you know, and that is because it worked. You know, the, the 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 Disney model worked. They got you, you spent a load of money, they made you leave happy, and you want to go and do it again. So it's it's a perfect plan. Um I've got a couple, but I'll I'll hang on to mine. But um, Kate, you're you're a lady of social media. You spend far <laughs> yeah. too much time in in Facebook groups as I do, and I Correct. mean, you must see some absolutely uh, crazy uh, complaints and issues uh, that bug you. So, uh, w- what did you want to talk about? Oh, so many. <laughs> Couldn't possibly do. I love giving. Now I say I love. We all know I love giving out about Disney. 
I also love giving Disney money. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not get that wrong. Like, um, I'm a big hypocrite. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like lately it's a lot of people not knowing what they're doing at all mm. and then complaining that it's Disney's fault. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I understand that you just wanted to go on holiday and that's fine, but do you just turn up to Madrid without a hotel booked and without a transfer booked and without knowing where in Madrid you need to go and without knowing what language they speak? And like, do you do that? No. You book a hotel, you book your transfer, you have a couple of look at some restaurants before you go to maybe have a bit of an idea. I know not everybody does that, but the majority of people, if they're going away, especially on a family holiday, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of people now, I, lately, I'm at Charles de Gaulle. What's the best way to get to Disneyland? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're How? in the airport now? What the hell? <laughs> How? Did you did you think it was at the airport? I, I, yeah. I mean, the thing yeah. is, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether you go to, well, I think Paris is easier to, to sort out than Disney World, especially nowadays. But that's because it's a much smaller park mm. with a lot less uh, cogs turning. Um, but yeah, I think the the whole concept of booking a a holiday to a Disney theme park and then getting there and going, oh, apparently I could book rides in advance or I could book restaurants in advance and now I'm here and I'm struggling to find somewhere to eat. Yeah, like I'm not expecting you to go out and do what we do and read blog posts till the cows come home and live and breathe it and never shut up about it. Like obviously, no way, no way do you have to do that. But minimal, minimal, pick minimal a, research. Pick up a brochure. Pick up, <laughs> yeah, like people, like what, what, people what still people do that. people did always, right? For holidays, yeah. did you not think about where you were going to go before you go? <laughs> I, I remember the the first time, I, th- I think the first time we booked to go to to Disney World, we did book the holiday online, but then we went and got brochures from the travel agent. Now, I mean, my wife, my wife had been once, so she had some idea, but it was about nine years before she went back. So obviously things had changed. Fast Pass hadn't been invented the first time she'd went; it was there the second time, but. We picked up brochures and, you know, we read stuff in there to understand, okay, you know, these are restaurants you might want to go to or, uh, you know, these are things you can book before you you get there. And then you could also, you know, if you wanted to research a bit more, you know, type on Google and go, all right, I want to find out more about this restaurant I just read about in this brochure. Whatever, you know, we are, we live in a world now where, we don't even have to leave the house to get the information. We used to have to, you know, literally go, go up the, the high street. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it, it, it bamboozles me that people do stuff like that. Arrive <laughs> at the airport and it's like, well, how do I get to the park now? It's just... Yeah, how do I get to the park? Oh. Or like, um, but like even like we're going to California in January. We're not just doing Disneyland. We're doing Santa Monica and stuff. But like, um, yeah. we're not just going to turn up at Santa Monica and be like, oh my God, they have a beach. Guys, did you know there's a beach in LA? <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff that comes out. And yeah. then also just a small extension of that, which is just like me in general. But like other guests, other guests really grind my gears. And especially guests who think that their child's happiness 
is more important than your happiness. Uh, now I yeah. get children. I get that. I get the children are special and they're not fully developed and they don't understand everything. But my happiness is important to you. I th- you know <laughs> and I th- I've also paid to be here. <laughs> well, I think I, I. So I think with that, because I, 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 I completely agree. I think the. I think the big problem is is that people, for some reason, and not everybody, obviously, but you've no, seen this, this a lot. No, everybody as well. It's no, actually, no, of course. I'd say, I'd say if you took a poll, it's probably a small percentage of people. Oh, yeah, but it's probably they're like the people 5, who shout about it. Yes. Everybody else just goes about their day quite nicely. <laughs> well, it's, it's, but isn't it like everything? Isn't it like complaining? Like, yeah. you are more likely to complain about something than talk then about how are, good something right, yeah. was. Um. I think the and I've seen this is that for some reason they think a Disney theme park is like a daycare center for their kids. Mm. So it's like I've I've spent a lot of money to bring you here, therefore do whatever you want. Mm. I mean, how many times? I mean, I mean, this happens a lot in Paris, but I've also seen it happen in Disney World, like kids crossing barriers, going yeah, over little up fences. The hills. Where yeah. they set fireworks off from. Yeah. And you're like, oh, child, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And the parents the parents are either oblivious to it happening because they've, going back to Mr. D point, got their head in the phone trying to work out what they're doing yeah. next. Or they just don't care. So yeah. they're having a, a, a nice chin wag with, you know, whoever else they're with. And they're just ignoring their kids because they're in a theme park. They can do what they want. And, yeah. I mean, I, I, I very famously... Uh, fell out with uh, somebody on the network once because of their uh, their attitude to uh, how she responded to a kid during a parade. Not the same as what you would uh, be complaining about. In fact, probably the opposite. No, but but... I'm still like, I love kids in Disney. They're so cute. I'm there for them. I'll call them princess. I'll call them prince. I'll compliment on their dress. I'll let them stand in front of me if it's available. Like, obviously. But, like, if I'm in a queue and you're in a queue... And I'm in front of you. That's the way it is. I, I mean, and I will get served first. <laughs> and I, here we are. <laughs> it's really funny that you said that you'd let a kid go in front of them because that's exactly the row that I had with <laughs> with someone else. And upset. Oh. <laughs> never, well, well, like if they're shorter than me, fuck, I don't care. I'm, I'll, I'll keep an eye on them. I'll make sure uh, they don't run away. Like it's fine. <laughs> I, okay, I'm I'm fully on your side. It's exactly what uh, we have done plenty of times, and that's why it but confused me so the much. But then, on opposite side of it, if you put your kid on your shoulders and now I can't see, get down. Yeah, and I and I'm I think short. I think I think the other problem is just in general is uh, not thinking about other guests. Yeah, and I mean, Mister D, I know you would have experienced this multiple times. How many times have you been there waiting to see wishes or happily ever after now, wishes. and you've got somebody wishes. with their their bloody iPad up no. to film it <laughs> yeah. at their wonky yeah, angle. Right. That are never going to watch yep. again, and 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 just to add to that, always look shit. Yeah. Like when you record it's it, not on... fo- it's it's going like in and out of focus yeah. consistently. Just go, oh. just go and download it from YouTube. You know, somebody is actually somebody has a four K version of it. Yeah, and, and, yeah, exactly. Just go and get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then just edit it into your whole movie. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> This was the yeah. night we watched. Just yeah, if, you, if you listen, if you listen closely, you can hear Timmy mm. in the background. <laughs> if you are, if yeah. you want to record your kids' reaction to it, I get that. But you're not. You are filming the fireworks show that is the same every night that you're there. That yeah. is 
professionally filmed on YouTube <laughs> and anywhere else. I mean, even even most of it's on, on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus now. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, that, I want no. hover boots. But I want, I want hover boots so I can Ooh. rise above them. <laughs> Well, look, but then somebody else will have Bob Burst, they'll be in front of me, and it's just, you know. But yeah, I think that's going to be, that's always going to be a complaint, but that's a complaint for me in day to day life. Like, yeah. I think the world would be better if I had, like, a 10 meter bubble around me so that people couldn't piss me off. But, yeah. you know, say la vie, life moves on. <laughs> I mean, I think the Japanese, I think the Japanese have got, have got the answer, you know. They, yes. they all sit down for parades and Yeah, shows. well, see, sometimes this is in Paris, they do. Why not? It, like, yeah. it depends on the vibe of the crowd, really. Yeah. Like, if some people get it, they get it. And then some people who don't are just like, mm-hmm. boof, 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 my child, throwing buggies everywhere and whacking yeah. people over the head with popcorn buckets. It's like, the vibe is stellar or the vibe is bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, should be like, it should be like an extension of the Indiana Jones show where if you don't sit down for the fireworks, a big a big blade comes out on an arm. Was it the breath of God or something they called it? I mean... Maybe it's, that's a bit drastic. I, don't I was going to say, it's no, fairly I think, I think you're bang on. No, I think it's... Uh, no, 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 no. That's why you and Thanos <laughs> get on so well. Um, so so I've, I've got two. Uh, and one was generated by a Facebook post this week. Actually, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it? yeah, yeah. It's, well, no, actually, it's not, it's not that Facebook post. It was another one. Uh, one was what a Facebook post, one was a comment, right? But, so okay. here's, my, here's my two. So the Facebook comment was, um, I was rowing with somebody... Um, about uh, you were rowing, you, I, you were I, in the argument. I, I know, I know, I know. It's really hard to believe, but I was. Because... No, I was trying to say, was the comment I was rowing, or were you Nick rowing? Oh, I, I Nick was rowing. Oh, rowing. okay, sorry, I understand. Yeah, it's really, really hard for me to say. Um, <laughs> because and 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 what it was, or what it, or how it ended up, was with um talking about I I mentioned about. Uh, disability in the parks and this woman said but it's really but it's obvious it's really obvious when somebody's disabled what and that really really (laughs) fucked me off Uh, right well she (laughs) the funny thing is she then blocked me so i couldn't i couldn't see her coming after yeah um because the thing is and i guess this is because it's it's so close to me but when you know of somebody that has got an invisible disability to turn around and say well it's obvious when somebody's disabled is such a, an ignorant position to it's be in. one of the most ableist comments i've ever heard oh it, it's and it happens and so often and that's actually what i said oh sorry sorry <laughs> I thought, sorry didn't mean no, to steal your punchline oh no 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 no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no not at all no because because you you are validating why i was so upset because it was such an ableist comment um and it, it just it just bamboozles me now i mean it, it's really weird because obviously florida and uh and paris well and california all have different uh laws so it's without trying to make i'm trying to word this without making it sound awful but it's I mean, to say it also. easier <laughs> it's, it's obviously easier to get disabled access in florida because when you go to paris you ha- actually have to have evidence of your disability and i mean they are so strict on it you can rock up in a wheelchair mm. <laughs> you know and they'll with, be like no. with, a, with a with a mask on to help you breathe um and and they will be like okay but where's your proof so mm. you know they are they are the other extreme 
uh, whilst in in America, they because of the laws there, they don't they're not able to they're ask you to 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 provide that information. But it, yeah, I just so I, I guess really the the point I, I or why I wanted to to mention it just in case you are and I'm obviously not talking about anyone here, but in case you're in yourself, <laughs> because somebody isn't in a wheelchair doesn't mean they're not disabled. So just bear that in mind, because I think we've all experienced when somebody has jumped the queue who looks perfectly healthy and why are they jumping the queue? That's because you don't know why they've got that disabled access pass. I think that comes in every walk of life, just FYI as well, just in everyday situations. If you see someone having a bit of a moment in the corner or they need a bit of a quiet space, just let them be. They're fine. Yeah, you don't I, need to associate yourself. You just let them live their lives. And look, the thing is, I th- I think I only started to really understand this myself when my father-in-law got sick. Um, and I think there were certainly times when people would act in certain ways, you know, out in public, and you'd be like, "Oh, what's what's with them?" Mm. And not really, you know, that w- that was naivety. Uh, but I was also quite young then, so that's why I don't mind well, saying I was naive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, but it's it's this this attitude that certain people still harbour to this day, which is, you're disabled if you're in a wheelchair. If you're not in a wheelchair, you can't be disabled. That is that is the 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 main bulk of it. Um, so yeah, don't don't be one of those people. But the other thing that really rolled me, and this is very much a, an Orlando Disney World. Uh, kind of kind Love of thing it. was Love somebody it. was talking about tipping and they said that they when they they just come back from disney world been many times <laughs> took me a second to figure out that you meant money tipping and not cow tipping <laughs> jesus <laughs> i was like what i was like what are we tipping in orlando <laughs> tipping i was like cars i was like what are we tipping i understand this <laughs> Yeah, we definitely fly like, tip here. I thought um, people were like pushing over tables or something. I was, <laughs> well, go on, I mean, sorry. I, 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 I think I, I think that could have been what it was going to lead to. So, oh. um, so it it was people that have been many many times. Um, I don't know if that was bragging. I, I don't know, but they they mentioned it been many many times. But they said they enforced this new rule this time, and that was that they Personally. would tip. Yeah, um, and they would tip ten percent up to thirty dollars. Okay. So they'd either tip ten percent or thirty dollars, basically, which was yeah. smaller. Um, and that was their rule for everywhere they they ate, and it led to uh, a lot of people kind of moaning about it because obviously, you know, thirty dollars um, in, in a lot of places, especially on Disney property, that's that's going to be a very small percentage of what your bill is actually mm. going to be. Um, and the and the response back from the uh, the OP. Uh, that's original poster, original poster. Uh, for uh, for those not in the know, the lingo like the kids, um, was, well, we don't do it in this country. All which right. Is, which is very okay. true. But there's many things that many people don't do in certain countries, but you got to do in other countries. <laughs> right. So, for example, um, we went to Morocco once. My, my wife didn't decide to walk around in a bikini all day. Yeah, I was just about to say, very <laughs> obvious one, like just religious beliefs. Yeah. And respect yeah. <laughs> in other countries. <laughs> now, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I don't think any of us on here, and if you do, like, it's not a problem, but I don't think anyone really on here likes the, the, the tipping culture that America has embedded 
it's a very problematic thing, not least because of its actual origins as to why it even starts in the first place. But I don't think anyone really likes the tipping culture. But regardless of that, there is a tipping culture. And, and that's what you need to do. And my thing is, if you can't, you know, if you're on a budget, that's fine. But then if I was on a budget, I wouldn't be going to have sit-down meals yeah. where I would be expected to, to tip. tip. So, and, if you, and the thing is, I think what was so annoying about it was the person that wrote this obviously didn't know. It wasn't like she'd gone and found out halfway through a trip that she was tipping wrong. She knew exactly what she was doing. She just decided, I'm better than that. That's what I'm going to do. And tough shit. If they don't like it, tough. And I just think it's it's the wrong attitude to have. If you're going to another country, you have to respect uh, the the customs. If you don't like them, then don't you know do something differently. But don't just even if it was a like moral it. choice, your choice isn't going. Your singular choice as a tourist is not going to change the entire economic system of America. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly think they people that do that think they're like some kind of crusader. Nah. Would I actually? Yeah, you don't, you don't have to eat in a table service restaurant, yeah. right? No. no. If you don't like the culture, don't go to a table service restaurant and eat in a quick service restaurant. Yeah, don't don't, don't feed into the culture that you don't believe in. Yeah. Now go I do. Go eat, eat in other places that don't feed into that culture. I, I do. I do understand that, um, and I think it's a, a pandemic, like a post-pandemic thing. But I, I have seen that there are certain, um, not, uh, I'm not talking Disney restaurants, but just general but counter-service restaurants uh, that do um, have tip jars or uh, will, will, you know, put a tip on your your bill when you go to pay at the till uh, or whatever. believe that has come into to some places. I've seen that a lot on TikTok, but I've even seen Americans being like, the fuck is this? Get yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I th- and I think the thing is, as long as it's um, it's not mandatory... Uh, to do that so like you know because at the end of the day i mean it used to happen a lot with american chains when i used to come over here so i remember when um i think planet hollywood was probably the first um when planet hollywood first come to london they would add on 12 and a half percent service charge on your bill automatically because that was the american thing to do Mm. um but like that but it but it also said you know this is this has been added to your bill um we can take this off if you don't want to pay it or if you want to pay a different amount so you was kind of given that out so if if they're putting it on there but it's not compulsory then i think that's fine um and there were certainly places i think i think even is it not the same in a lot of disney places where when you get your your bill you can fill in what you want to pay for a, oh a yeah you yeah you do yeah because they I, do that, standard, they do that scary thing where they take your they take your card yes. away. <laughs> You're like, <"Whoa." laughs> yeah, but the bill, the bill normally comes with eighteen percent on it, doesn't it? Yeah, or, or and you and you can you can change it if you want to up or down. Um, yes, but but yeah. it, it comes with eighteen percent. Yeah, because I think I, I think yeah. when that rings a big bell purely for the fact that when we were there, if we did this is it, if we didn't particularly like the service we paid the tip that they suggested. If we liked the service, we paid more. <laughs> yeah. And that was some kind of, them of it. Give you like, some of them give you like 15, 18, 20% and you can 
So you don't have to calculate it, and you can kind of choose. Yeah, it'll give you it'll give yeah. you three normally three options, doesn't it? About yeah. about what it is, and yeah, and yeah. I and I think I think eighteen's pretty standard. I think fifteen is normally if you weren't happy with the service, and you know if you're paying twenty percent or more, it's because you've had good service. Um, I mm. think eighteen is just like the, the the kind of standard advice or whatever. But absolutely, if you don't like it and you don't want to pay into it. That's fine, but then don't eat there. Don't punish the staff because you don't agree with that culture. I don't agree with that culture, but if I want to eat somewhere, I then know that I'm going to have to pay that. And that's a sacrifice I I will make. Yeah, and I also think if you've ever worked any kind of service background, regardless of if that's hospitality, retail, whatever, and I know obviously like minimum wage is different, but knowing that one, if you have a retail hospitality background hospitality background but then also imagine you're only being paid four dollars an hour for that whereas over here we get paid minimum wage for that and it's still shit imagine you're getting paid a third of that and i'm like just i don't want to have that poor stuff and poor person suffer because i'm on a high horse like that's just not morally correct as a human yeah i I, yeah i think that that's what it comes down to for me and i i think yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably, especially people in Disney World, they're probably they're probably not paid too badly because of the amount of tips that they do get, generally speaking. But if if all of a sudden people stopped behaving in that way, yeah. then they'd certainly notice it. I mean, I think the most expensive tip I paid was about eighty dollars, um, and that was because of the the price of the meal that we we had and. Uh. We, had really good service and whatever and so i didn't mind you know i i was i wouldn't say i was happy to pay it but at the same time i thought that they'd they'd earned their their money do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i thought they'd done yeah. a good job and i didn't mind doing it but no certainly but if you don't if you don't like it don't do it that's fine but don't punish people because you want to be a crusader jesus anyway that's what makes me mad um great one great one great so one. We've, all, we've all let off steam do we all feel a bit cooler now bit more relaxed i think it's still 30 degrees is <laughs> <laughs> it is still it is still very hot um before we do go normally we do talk a little bit about disney plus or films or anything like that i just wondered if anyone other than myself had actually finished ms marvel we just finished it before i came on tonight hey what about yourself yeah. today no i haven't watched any of it no. oh. oh okay well well, I'm not, I wasn't going to talk about spoilers anyway, um, but uh, Kate, uh, what did you think of, of the series as a whole? As a whole, I think it was badly paced. It was very badly CGI'd, um, <laughs> and I quite liked it. I liked, <laughs> I liked her. I yep. really liked the view of... Muslim and Pakistani and Indian culture. I think mm-hmm. it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I It's a culture that I really don't have any knowledge of, apart from what I've read in fiction books that happen to have Pakistani and Indian and Muslim characters in them. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I just think there's so, it, I just think it's so interesting. And I think there's so many shows I would watch based around a muslim family because i just think it's so wholesome and it's so nice and it just it made it honestly makes made my view so much wider for a community that i knew nothing about because of where i'm from 
and the people in my circle. But I also loved her. I loved I loved that it was kind of more like light, I suppose. Yeah. And because she is younger, but I do think it was badly paced and the CGI was very bad. Uh I, I can't I can't really disagree with with too much of what you said, to be honest. I think um I was really excited after episode one. Uh, I yeah. thought it had a really good, interesting uh, aesthetic. Um, you know, very kind of Spider-Verse um, and Mitchells and the Machines kind of yeah, style yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Very kind of like trendy and, and stuff. Um, that had almost entirely disappeared by like the third episode. Yeah, and that's then, the problem. It started yeah. so strong, then it really dipped. And I was like, I'm confused now. And yes. then at the end it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 yeah. So I agree. I thought the pacing was was pretty off. It also had uh, this is a very very slight spoiler, Mister D. Very slight, but it also had that thing which almost every Marvel show so far has had, which is episode five was the flashback scene you didn't um, actually oh, care about. So boring. Added, I added, didn't care. Nothing to it. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I think. Yeah, for me, and I think what's been disappointing about because apparently it's it's uh, you know been uh, not as well watched. It's been it's been far better received than a lot of the Marvel shows, but it seems to have had a lot it's less viewership. Uh, the least of those. viewed Disney Plus show or Marvel uh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it, yeah One Marvel of show, Marvel show. Um, yeah, which which is a shame. I think there's probably reasons as to why. Don't want to get mm-hmm. into that, um, wow. but I think I think you're right. I think the um, the fact that it it focused on things that aren't really often focused on uh, yeah. was refreshing. I think I, I agree. I think she is adorable. Um, considering it's her first major role, I think she did an incredible job. Um, I didn't really think anyone in the cast was bad, though. To be honest, I thought everyone, no, no, no matter what size the roles were, were, were good. But I think. It was very interesting to understand more and see from a different kind of perspective uh, about the, the different cultures um, and also the history of, of India and Pakistan as well. Um, so there were lots more things that I liked and disliked about it. Um, it was It's probably my second or third favourite Marvel show overall. Well, I, I just, I, I literally, as soon as it finished, I was like, I still love it way more than... Uh, Oh my god, Winter Soldier and Falcon, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's a show that until the last couple of episodes, I really wasn't given any kind of care to. I'm don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to Captain America four, but mm-hmm. it it took four episodes for me to actually really care about it, which is far too long. Marvel shows, though, in general, whether they're six, whether they're eight, whether they're ten episodes, I think the pacing is incredibly weird. Every one of them has it's... has outstayed its welcome, in my opinion. It's like at the end, like I've, I felt it a lot at the end of, sorry, I'm just about dragged on, but you know, at the end of Miss Marvel, I very much felt like they told the whole story and then went, oh crap, she's going to be in a movie really, really soon. We should probably, uh, oh Jesus, we should probably give her a bit more, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, probably add a bit more to it. Um, and then at the end, just be like, oh, she's going to be in the Marvels. <laughs> yeah, of course, which is, which is now a year away for God's sake, because that's been delayed Yeah, people are going to forget. They're <sighs> going to forget about her. Um, God bless but- her soul. I really, I really enjoyed it. I'd love there to be more. I don't know if we'll get to see more. I guess it will depend on how the Marvels does. Um, but yeah, I, I thought there was a lot to like about it. And I think if you were 
on the fence. I do understand the criticism that it's it's probably aimed more at a younger audience than some of the other shows, but I don't think that's but a bad thing. Not that much. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Just because no. it's aimed at a different audience and is based around a different culture, what's the problem? Literally, I, what's the problem? To be honest, none. I there don't think I don't think it was actually aimed that far from a different audience for something like Hawkeye. No. In terms of It was loosey-goosey, it was funny, it was yeah. free-flowing, nothing was overly serious. It's yeah. fine. The it's CGI, fine. though, in, in both that and Thor Ooh. are oh. dreadful. So. Well, all those people that were in... Did you see... Did you, did you take note of how many VFX companies were in the credits of Thor? Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my... They just kept coming. I was like, oh, lads. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God, it was like... Wow, it's a, it's a, this many people. I I think there's a we might have a a, a larger Marvel breakdown because I, I listened to Disney Under this week. They had a very interesting uh, take on on Marvel and Phase Four uh, and their feelings on it. And I think maybe it's something we should do some exploring on a bit later oh, down happily. the road as well. I've loads of comments about their <laughs> phase and where it's going. <laughs> um, but no, so so look, me and Kate both liked it. Uh, if you're been on the fence about Miss Marvel. Uh, Give it a watch. Um, it's 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 worth your time. Uh, we both think anyway. Um, right, let's wrap this up. Uh, but thank you both very much. Thank you to Craig as well. He had to uh, run off to work uh, or, or kind of kind of shuffle to work in this heat. But he's 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 gone to that, to that. Um, and we will we're going to have a, a weird schedule now because it's it's summertime. People going to be on holiday and stuff. Stuff will still be coming out. It will probably just be me talking to myself. So sorry, um, but stuff will <laughs> still be coming out. So uh, thank you, and we will see you in a few weeks. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is a that production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>